good day to you and yours. Thanks for tuning in. Um, have some thoughts on my mind this morning, and uh, it's kind of springboarding off of a topic I've been hovering around in uh, several recent uh, recordings that I've posted here. And there's just much in the circle of my life, um, in my own household and those around me here, where I just really feel like God is, is desiring to establish a right faith. I guess one way to put it is in several areas of my life, I think it's safe to say that what I have thought is faith is just not. We could brand it more along the lines of hope or wishful thinking. But I've just really been challenged to, if nothing else, just really meditate on the question of what is faith? What is, according to my own definition and understanding and level that I walk in, what is faith in my life? Um, We talk a lot about Hebrews 11, the men of faith. I've posted several um, messages and, and even series that really dance around this topic. I, I talked at great length about the faith of Abraham and how even Sarah's faith empowered her, literally gave her the dunamis power to conceive a child. So months ago, I started talking about this creative faith. Faith that even transcends natural circumstances and can literally change things in the natural physical world. Now I could go down that road and and we could talk about that and perhaps many people would think that I just would start talking just foolishness talking about our faith literally altering our natural circumstances and I know that's been abused that's been misused misappropriated used to our own advantage as men and albeit the case that is true of course but as with anything just because something has been misused misrepresented wielded incorrectly does not negate the principle of truth that's within it. And so what of this faith? And I just want to ask a question of you that I've been asking myself. Like if you had to sit down and you were given a little piece of paper with some questions on it, and one of the questions was, define what you believe faith is. What, how would you define faith? How do you arrive at faith? 
where did your faith originate? One day, did you just realize, oh, I have, I have faith? Probably not. <laughs> so how did you get faith? Were things proved to you? Demonstrated by God that has over years of your life, whatever time frame, where God has proved himself to be faithful, faithful, but even that, what does that mean? You know, there are a lot of things we say as Christians that I don't really know if we sit back and analyze what we're saying. I'm not sure a lot of times we really know what we're even saying. And there are very few people, now this is easy because this is just a recorded message and you can listen to it in your earbuds at work. There's real no, there's no real confrontational type challenge. Because you can just do what you want with, it, with anything I might say. But what if I were like in a face-to-face conversation interaction with you and I just bluntly said, you know, you said something about faith and I said, well, define your faith. What is faith to you? How do you exercise faith, walk in faith? And I think these things, if if really posed to us in like manner, we would probably stumble a little bit. Now, there are some things that are hard to explain. There are things that are understandably hard to really express and articulate, especially spiritual matters. I get that. That's true. Some things are just hard to really clearly summarize and explain. Faith, I would believe, I would say is probably one of those things. But there has to be something that we go to when we ask ourselves questions like, what is faith to me? What do I believe faith is? Am I really a man of faith? And so this is where I'm at right this second. In in men's prayer time this morning, I just saw us... Each each individual, I saw us holding these empty notebooks. Um, And they were just open, blank pages. And I just really felt the Lord remind me of that verse telling us that He is the author and perfecter of our faith. And that... In that little visual in my imagination, I think within that truth, should we add it to our lives, really begins to rightly establish faith as it's intended. I would say that most of our faith has just been blind hope. I alluded to this a little bit. Um, I don't know, a week, 10 days ago in one of these recordings, that much of our faith has probably just been 
hopefulness. I just hope, whether we would say it or not, perhaps we would say we're standing in faith. We might say that. But I would say the odds are there's a very good possibility that what we're really saying is, man, I just sure hope God can do this. I sure hope God gets me through this. I sure hope my circumstances get better. I sure hope, etc. But I guess I wish there was some way we could really peer into our understanding and see what faith is really within things like that that we say. Because I think there's, there is, now there is, a right understanding of standing in faith on a matter that we're struggling to believe. I'm fine with that. I think that openness and honesty is good and necessary. Like I could say, there's some circumstance in my life that's requiring I walk in a level of faith that I don't really, I'm not fully yet convinced will come about, will come to pass. I do believe there's a level of, of honesty within faith yet can still be true, yet that walking in that level of faith can still be real and genuine and and something identifiable in me. And I don't have to have, I don't believe, full conviction to its most complete state that I absolutely, unequivocally believe that this will happen or that this matter is this, whatever the case may be. A lot of times faith is required to get us from a place of the not yet to something that's still yet before us. Yes, it's absolutely necessary. But I think there's something in here that I don't feel I'm presently articulating well. And so to get back to the notebook visual that I had during prayer this morning, I thought about God being the author and the perfecter. And and such peace and safety that comes in that. That if I, metaphorically speaking, hand God the pen of my life and say, God, you be the author. I mean, there's a reason why Scripture uses the words that it does. And so we're told, imaginatively, if we can be creative and think through things instead of just quote scriptures in a hollow condition, but let's just think about he is the author. So when you are an author, what do you do? You formulate the story. You build the story. The story originates within you. And so if God is the author of faith, then he must have that place in me where anything I deem right along the lines of me possessing faith 
has to originate in Him. It has to be written upon the tablets of my heart. It has to be originating in God, the author. That sends me in my mind to, He who began a good work in you will bring it to completion. I say along the same lines, it would be good for us to step back and examine our life and everything we do, everything we give ourselves to, put our hands to. Is God the one who began that work? Instead of, again, presumptuously assuming every single thing in my life right now that I give my time, tension, attention, uh, finances... Um, mind, space, anything is, is just somehow godly. Well, this is where I am, so God, I give you everything. Okay, well, can we in like manner step back and say that the things that originated in God are the things He will bring about to completion. He who began the good work in me in other words, we can use, we can use the, the flipping of a truth and say, in other words, anything that originated in me, any good work in me, even a good work, that originated in me in my own efforts, does not have much chance to be completed in God. Because, to use the other language, I authored it. I wrote it out. It originated in me. But God desires to be the author and the finisher. He desires to be the beginner, the source, and the finisher, the completer. That is God's design for all of us, His pattern is to originate and complete. To author and finish. And so the question is, how do we remain, how do we get in that place, and then how do we remain there for the rest of our days? And not be a Christian people saying we're a people of faith, yet walking according to our own story our own pen. We're 10 chapters in and haven't really consulted God to be the author. Most things, I would say, we, we've got this. I am believing for something and my belief, my will, my want to my striving will bring it to pass. And again, this is where I land with almost every single thing I present. I know that, but that is the pattern of the world. The self-sustaining, self-sufficient, individual approach to living. Void of needing an author. We pen our own stories... We write upon the pages of our life 
our hopes, our dreams, our ambitions, our abilities, the desires we have for our children, things that we want them to accomplish, we want them to become, things we think are godly, things we think are good, things we think are right for our households. We write it out. And then we ask God to approve it, basically. Bless it. Confirm it, God. Tell me what to do. And I would like to say that I feel for my own life, a lot of times God is stepping back and saying, why would you ask me to tell you what to do when you are trying to be the author of your own faith. Because we cannot put faith in something of a biblical definition upon something that we are capable in ourselves in believing for. I believe biblical faith, the Hebrews 11 faith, the faith that God desires to author and finish is a faith that is not established in our circumstances. Not established upon what we in ourselves are capable of believing for. Sarah acknowledged with laughter, there's no way in the world I'm going to become a mother. It is impossible. It's a joke. And therefore, she needed a faith authored by God to be at work in her life. There was no other way. There was no other vehicle to move her into an expectancy of the miraculous conception that took place in her life. I think of men like Stephen, of course Paul, men of faith, full of faith. And the, the, the substance of something unseen was as real, if not more so, than what their natural eyes beheld. I'm jealous for that, friend. I'm jealous for that. I desire that to be added to my life. And so today, what is faith to you, friend? What is faith? Take the time to sit back and ask yourself, first, maybe a good starting point is, what's something in my life I feel like I have faith for? And oh Lord, may it not be paying off student loan debt or a job promotion. Like, may it be towards spiritual, eternal matters. What's something where we believe we have any level of faith presently operating in? And then take that instance, that example, and ask yourself, what is the origin of my faith. Who authored that faith? 
Because I'm just convinced God cannot perfect what he did not author. It's not his story. He can't bring to completion a work in me that he didn't originate. That he didn't begin in me. His desire is that the full circle of a matter starts and ends with him, in him, by him. That should be our goal. So may we place ourselves ourselves first of all in circumstances where faith is even necessary. Is faith necessary in our lives? Not just, well, are you are you setting your sights on something big that only God can accomplish in your life? I'm not talking about goal setting. Again, that's just a pattern of the world that's infiltrated the church. Well, you got to raise the bar on your expectations, brother. You got to give God something huge to accomplish in you in faith. No, we're not talking about personal advantage. But what's something that God wants to do? And see, that's the beauty of it. If it's something that is authored by Him, then it is a work in me that's necessary because He said so. He initiated the work. He initiated the faith. From faith to faith. Could that be why? Because there is an operating force and pattern that God wants to instate into our lives where He authors our faith towards a matter we stay yielded and humble and expectant, unshakable, eyes locked upon Him, our need satisfied by Him. He's our food, our sustenance, and we remain in that place of faith until He perfects it. And then what? Then we present to Him this heart of flesh that He has given us, And again, he writes upon the tablet of my heart. And he he authors another level of faith. From faith to faith. He authors another opportunity. Another story of faith upon my life. And I endure. And I remain. And I look to him. I lean on him. I am established in him. I remain in the process, unwavering, unshakable, locked in on His faithfulness, not on my own ability or inability, not on my circumstances, not on my needs being satisfied in myself. And He perfects it. He authored it, and He perfects it. It may be days, it may be years, but if He's the author and we remain in that story of faith that He's writing upon us, He will perfect it in His time, in His way. His story will become ours. And we will have a faith 
that is a substance of things unseen. It'll be a substance in us. Can we not say that that is much of what's lacking within the church is the substance? Because I would say many of us, if not most of us, have not been walking in this origination of faith all the way to fruition and perfecting. So let's do that. Let's give ourselves in that measure, in that way of really submitting ourselves and being willing to ask ourselves, do I even know what faith is? And if not, that's okay. Lord, help me. Help my unbelief. Help my improper writing of my own story of faith. Be the author. Be the finisher. Amen.